What is up, guys? Today we are going over week three of August. That's the 14th through the 19th. So that means all of our month themes are staying exactly the same. Powerlifting is the electricity discipline. Plumbing is the system. Body weight is the virtuosity. Girl workouts are the fun. And then deadlift and lactic tolerance are our assessments. So just carrying all of that through into the third week of August here. And we have two more weeks of August. We have a fifth week. We still have quite a ways to go here. But let's go see how it shakes out for this week. So we got our deadlifts coming in on Wednesday. This week, the third week of that progression. Then we have pull-ups and power cleans to round out the week. We also have some pretty cool workouts in here mixed in with a girl workout on Saturday. And then we have some lactic tolerance in here as the extra credit to help people get prepared for that assessment at the end of the month. Let's hop into Monday here. So Monday, we have a pretty long workout to start the week off a 24-minute AMRAP, wall ball swings, ring rows, and run. But first, we will warm up. We got seven minutes, four, eight, 12, et cetera, of dead bugs, kang squats, scat pull-ups, and leg swings. Before we get into our workout prep and movement review, we'll review running and do a little running warm-up here, ending with a 200-meter run and then practicing some American kettlebell swings before we get into this breathe-and-burn workout. Levels considerations are API and kettlebell, and the workout is lights out. The goal is four-plus rounds on this one as well. And we have 24 minutes of 30 wall balls at 20 and 14, 20 American kettlebell swings at 53 and 35, 10 ring rows, and a 400-meter run. At purple, it's 25 wall balls at 20 and 14, 15 American kettlebell swings at 53 and 35, 10 ring rows and a 400-meter run. At blue, it's 20 wall balls at 20 and 14, 15 American kettlebell swings at 44 and 26, 10 ring rows and a 400-meter run. At orange, we have 20 wall balls at 14 and 10, 15 Russian kettlebell swings at 35 and 26, 10 ring rows and a 400-meter run. At yellow, we have 15 wall balls at 10 and 4, 10 Russian kettlebell swings at 26 and 18, 10 ring rows on a 400-meter run. At white, we have eight med ball squats at 10 and 4, eight Russian kettlebell swings at 16 and 12, eight ring rows, and 200-meter run. That should be 18, not 16, 18 and 12, and a 200-meter run to finish, squatting to a box as needed, as always. So for this one, we're going to treat this a lot like we treat Kelly, right? That's the box jump, wall ball run workout. Everything smooth and consistent. So breaking up those wall balls early, probably two sets of 15 or a set of 20 and a set of 10. Unbroken on the kettlebell swings should be no problem as long as we're using our hips appropriately, breathing appropriately, couple deep breaths, and then consistent quality reps on the ring rows. Again, consistent breathing there. That way we can get right into the run and push it a little bit on that run and maintain a deliberate pace here. We're not just recovering and jogging. We should be moving on that run. And then a couple deep breaths, and we repeat that effort for 24 total minutes. So our goal here is four plus rounds. So you have to gauge the pacing there. That means around a little under six minutes around. So we can't walk the run. We can't break this up into three sets. We can't be breaking up our American kettlebell swings. We got to keep things moving, right? Keep things moving. That way, if you do have a slight drop off in your pace later on, we're still hitting this four plus rounds, no problem. 
And then to finish off the day, we do have some extra credit. We got that lactic tolerance. And for the lactic tolerance, I think I've mentioned this in the previous weeks, you can slot this in wherever you want for your members. Just because it is a very intense workout by itself, it's hard to practice lactic tolerance just as an afterthought. Not an afterthought, but a extra credit just because it is so intense. It's not like practicing rings or some of the other skill-based workouts or movements that we have. It's very system-based, and this is the most uncomfortable system. So again, if you want to slot this in for the workout for some people who are really dead set on leveling up their, their lactic tolerance at the end of the month, you can definitely do that. But the point is you can just utilize this however you see fit for your members. And that'll do it for Monday. Let's get into Tuesday here. Tuesday, we have a Pretty long partner workout with some toes to bar farmers carries and row. And then we have some shoulder accessory to finish. But first, we will warm up. We got two minute row into three rounds of eight tuck ups, eight kettlebell suitcase deadlifts each side, 20 second plank, and a 30 second lizard stretch on each side. Before we get into our workout prep and movement review, we will review toes to bar because that is the most technically demanding movement in today's workout. And then review farmers carries. With the remaining time, just making sure everyone understands, keeping the core engaged, glutes engaged, spine nice and neutral throughout the movement. And the system here is a breathe and burn workout. Levels consideration is neurological and core. The goal here is sub 20 minutes. We have Ajax and it's four rounds in partners, 20 toes to bar, 100 meter farmer's carry together. So both doing the farmer's carry at the same time. And then a 500 meter row. And one person is going to hold a plank or a hollow while the other one rows. So we're always working pretty much except during the toaster bar. You can break that up however you want, but you are always working on the farmer's carry and the row. And then at purple, we have a 16 toaster bar split between the partners, 100 meter farmer's carry together and a 500 meter row split however you want. Again, one person holds a plank or hollow while the other rows. And that's going to be the same for all levels. So that's the last time I'm going to repeat it. We don't need to repeat it every single time. At blue, we have four rounds, 16 hanging leg raises, 100-meter farmers carry together, 500-meter row with that plank or hollow. At orange, we have 16 hanging knee raises, 100-meter farmers carry together, and a 500-meter row with that plank or hollow. At yellow, we have 16 tuck-ups, 100-meter farmers carry together, and a 500-meter row with that plank and hollow. And then at white, we have 12 tuck-ups, 100-meter farmers carry together, and a 300-meter row with that plank or hollow. So for this one, breaking up the toes to bar into small, quick sets, probably sets of five is what I would do. Just making it real brief, real quick. That way we can save the grip and the core for the farmer's carry in the row. And we're not digging ourselves too, too deep of a hole there doing sets of 10. Even though that doesn't seem like a lot, it will carry through into the farmer's carry in the row quite a bit. And then for the row, it's really going to depend on the plank or the hollow. I think if you could do the 250 meter or do 250 meters at a time, that would be the best. And just making sure they're holding whatever position they're better at, either the plank or the hollow for that entire minute, and then immediately hopping up and doing the other 250 meters. So that core fatigue and grip fatigue is going to sneak up on you in the first round. Once you get into that second round, it'll become very apparent when you get back to those toes to bar that your grip and core have fatigued quite a bit. So keep that in mind. If you do need to break this up more than the 250 meters, then definitely do that. We don't want to dig too deep of a hole again in that first round. What's really gonna depend on the core stamina here, how long you can row and if you can maintain that for the four rounds. But the ideal is 250 meters at a time. And again, unbroken on the farmer's carry, that would be the ideal. 
but break up as needed depending on the core fatigue and the grip fatigue. We should be going as heavy as possible for that unbroken 100 meters, so it could prove difficult in the third, fourth round to maintain unbroken sets there. But again, this one is going to be all about core and grip fatigue management, especially through the first two rounds so that you can carry through a consistent pace in the third and fourth round and not fall too far off this 20-minute mark. And then after that, we do have some shoulder accessory. We got three sets for quality. Everyone will be doing 10 power raises on each side, 10 internal rotations that can be banded or with a dumbbell and 10 prisoner rotations to round out each set. So super lightweight on the power raise and internal rotations and then very smooth and consistent on the prisoner rotations. None of these should be jerky or fast movement. It should all be slow and smooth looking to activate those rotator cuff muscles back there on the scap. So very conscious of scap positioning, making sure everything's locked in. We're not just swinging the shoulder around willy-nilly here. And then for the extra credit, we have some mobility. We got two sets, one minute pigeon stretch on each side, one minute extended child's pose, one minute world's greatest stretch on each side, and one minute couch stretch on each side. And you can add in your own positions, extend the time however you need to, to best suit your body. And that will do it for Tuesday. On Wednesday here, we have that third week of this deadlift progression and then we have a ring dip and deadlift workout after that but we will start with a warm-up we got three minutes eight body weight good mornings 20 second arch hold three minutes of into directly into three minutes of 10 glute bridges and 20 second hollow hold before we get into our deadlifts here we'll spend some time reviewing deadlifts and then we have 15 minutes to build to a heavy four heavy three reps in four sets for brown at purple, it's the same. Blue, it's the same. At orange, we're accumulating four to six sets of five deadlifts. At yellow, we're accumulating four to six sets of eight deadlifts. At white, we're accumulating four to six sets of eight kettlebell deadlifts. So building off of what we've been doing the last two weeks, keeping in mind that we do have sets of two coming up next week, and then we have our max for some levels coming up in that fifth week, or we have assessments for everyone coming up in that fifth week. So we're keeping our eye on the prize on that assessment weight and just reverse engineering from there. What do we need to build to for a set of three today? What do we need to build to for a set of two next week to get us to where we want to be for that assessment in the fifth week? So that's very important, making sure technique is super tight and moving the bar as fast as we can off the ground and just consistency here, consistency to get us ready for that assessment. And then we'll move into our workout prep and movement review. We'll review ring dips here since we just spent a ton of time on the deadlifts. And then we'll get into this muscular burn workout levels considerations, our rings and deadlift. The goal here is sub 10 minutes. The workout is dark soles. And we have four time, seven rounds, five or three strict ring dips, eight deadlifts at 185 and 105, and resting 30 seconds in between those sets. At purple, it's seven rounds, five or three strict ring dips, and then eight deadlifts at 155 and 105, resting 30 seconds between rounds. At blue, we have seven rounds, three or two strict ring dips, and then eight deadlifts at 135, 95, resting 30 seconds between rounds. If blue, not blue one, two, or three, in rings, then you'll do six push-ups instead of the ring dips. At orange, we have seven rounds, eight box push-ups, and eight deadlifts at 115, 85, resting 30 seconds between rounds. At yellow, we have seven rounds, eight box push-ups, and eight deadlifts at 75, 55, resting 30 seconds between rounds. At white, we have seven rounds, six box push-ups, and eight kettlebell deadlifts at 26 and 18, resting 30 seconds between rounds. So this is for time, but it's also for quality 
with these movements. So make sure we're hitting unbroken, really crisp ring dips, and then unbroken and smooth deadlifts here. So we're not slamming through this as fast as we can. Everything should be smooth and consistent. Every round should look exactly the same. And that is the biggest goal for today's workout. With the 30-second rest, that'll be a nice reset. But just expect these ring dips to get harder and harder to stay unbroken as we go. That full range of motion, slight pause in the bottom, hard lockout at the top. We don't want to be bomb dive bombing, bouncing out of the bottom. Please don't do that. It is a lot easier, right, because we get that stretch shortening in the pec and in the front delt there to help us bounce out of the bottom, get a little momentum. But that is a ton of stress on your shoulder and pec, and that can lead to some injuries in that area, whether it's a strain or anything down the line from that. So a nice pause there so that we're not putting a ton of strain, a ton of pressure through that joint and through those muscles, and then a nice smooth drive to a full lockout. And after that, we are doubling down on posterior chain stuff. So we're, we got some extra credit with posterior chain. We got four sets, 12 glute bridges, and tw 15 dumbbell RDLs. Weight should be moderate so that we're able to get up to this rep range with a nice burn and consistent technique. And that'll do it for Wednesday. Now we'll get into Thursday. So Thursday, we got our pull-ups to start. And then we have an interval workout after that with some bike and a pull-up complex. But first, we will warm up. We got seven minutes, one minute of bike or row, 10 ring scat pulls, 30 seconds of calf raises, and 10 cat cows. Slow before we get into our pull-up strength. Here, we're reviewing strict pull-ups to start, and then we have 15 minutes to build to a heavy three weighted pull-ups for brown. Purple's the same thing, building to a heavy three. At blue, we're accumulating four to six sets of five strict pull-ups. At orange, we're accumulating four to six sets of five pronated negatives at three to five seconds on those negatives. At yellow, we're accumulating four to six sets of five standing pull-ups plus a 20 to 30 second dead hang. At white, same thing, standing pull-ups and a dead hang. So very important that we're emphasizing lat engagement, scap positioning, shoulder positioning, and then a smooth drive elbow down to the hip to utilize the correct muscles, right? All that stuff can make a huge difference, especially if we learn it down here with the standing pull-ups and pronated negatives. That way, when we get up to the strict pull-ups and weighted pull-ups, we have very good habits. We have a very good movement pattern, and everything translates easily and nicely to these weighted pull-ups. A lot of times, people will struggle with weighted pull-ups because their elbow and scap positioning isn't that great, so we're not utilizing the biggest muscle in the back, the lat, as much as we can. So really emphasizing that early on in the negatives will make a huge difference. Again, elbows right under the wrists and then driving straight down towards the hip. We don't want to be pulling back, not too far forward. Everything vertical, straight down towards the hip. And then we'll get into our workout prep and movement review. We will review bar muscle-ups to start. We got scat pull-ups, arch hollow swings, and then some bar muscle-up practice before we get into this breathe and burn workout. Levels considerations are upper body pull and neurological and core. Just neuro on this one with the double unders. The goal here is sub nine minutes. The workout is Crystal Palace, and we have four total work time. On a running clock at zero and at six, we have 20 or 15 cal bike. And then at three minutes or nine minutes, we have three pull-ups, two chest-to-bar pull-ups, one bar muscle-up, 30 double unders, and a 40-foot bear crawl. So completely different intervals here. One is going to be much more high-intensity, straightforward on this bike. The other one's going to be a little more skill-based with this pull-up complex into some double-unders and then a bear crawl just to round things out at purple. 
It's 20 or 15 cal bike at 0 and 6. And then at 3 and 9, we have 3 pull-ups and 3 chest-to-bar pull-ups with 30 double-unders and 40-foot bear crawl to round that out. At blue, at 0 and 6 on the clock, we're doing 20 or 15 cal bike. And then at 3 or 9 on the clock, 3 and 9 on the clock, we have 8 jumping chest-to-bar pull-ups, 30 double-unders or 60 single-unders, and 40-foot bear crawl to finish that round out. At orange... We have at 0 and 6 on the clock, 15 or 12 cal bike. And then at 3 and 9 on the clock, we have 8 jumping pull-ups, 40 single-unders, and a 40-foot bear crawl. At yellow, we have at 0 and 6 on the clock, 12 or 9 cal bike. And then at 3 and 9 on the clock, we have 8 jumping pull-ups, 30 single-unders, and a 40-foot bear crawl. Then for white, at 0 and 6 on the clock, we have a 12 or 9 cal bike. And then at 3 and 9 on the clock, we have 6 jumping pull-ups, 15 plate hops, and 20 elevated shoulder taps. So it might sound complicated if you're just listening to what I'm saying, but if you look at the notes while you're listening or you're watching the video, pretty straightforward, right? You have three minutes to do this, rest with the remaining time, then at the three-minute mark, you're going to do this, then at the six-minute mark, you're going to do this, at the nine-minute mark, you're going to finish with this. So for this one, it's going to be pretty tricky with that bike. We probably say that every time we have an air bike, especially in interval fashion. But just making sure we are stopping just before that lactic tolerance, lactic power feeling. That way we're not tipping over. If you tip over into that, you go full lactic. We're going to have a very rough time going through the rest of this workout. So effort just up to that point, but not past it. On the second time through, you can go a little bit harder because we only have one round after that. But on that first bike, be very cautious with your pacing. And then for this second interval, trying to hit this entire complex unbroken, double unders unbroken, and then deliberate pace on that bear crawl. That shouldn't be too hard the first time through. The second time through when we're hitting the bike hard again might be pretty difficult because the heart rate will be up and breathing will be up. But this is going to be much more skill-based under fatigue after the air bike, it's a pretty cool workout, actually. If you're looking at it that way, we're hammering the system in total overall with this bike. And then we come down and do a high skill complex with double unders to finish and then some bear crawls just to, to round it out a little bit. So pretty cool little combo here and just presenting it that way so people understand why we have it set up this way. It's not just random, right? We're gymnastic skills under fatigue for the body weight virtuosity. So everything is done for a reason. We're not just making things up as we go as much as it might seem like that. But anyway, after that, we have some extra credit. We got mobility. We got two sets, one minute standing straddle, one minute lizard on each side, one minute scorpion on each side, and then one minute classic calf stretch on each side. And you can add in any positions, extend the time, whatever you need to do to best serve your body. And that is Thursday. We'll get into Friday here. Friday, we have a longer interval workout here, two 10-minute AMRAPs, and then we have some accessory to finish, some bodybuilding-type accessory. But first, we will warm up. We got two minutes, biker row, and then you can accumulate however you want, 30 bodybuilders, 150 singles, and 30 air squats before we get into our movement prep and or workout prep and movement review, rather. We'll review front step lunges and air squats, so really focused on consistent movement pattern, teaching everyone these movements as if they've never been taught it before. I always like to do that with air squats, lunges, the basic movements that we're always doing, just to give everyone a quick refresher and make sure that they haven't built any bad habits in there from doing a CrossFit 
whatever other fitness for the last few years because that happens to all of us. We get into our little groove. We build up these bad habits because they feel good at the time, and then we just do them until we notice them, which doesn't happen unless someone brings it up. I'm sure that's happened to all of you. That's happened to me before, particularly Nathan pointing things out and me arguing with him, but he's always right (laughs) of my bad habits in movement. But it's good to have five, six, seven-year members get a quick refresher on their air squat that maybe they haven't gotten in six or seven years because then they're going to go back, think about maybe the things that they've been doing for the last six or seven years, maybe why their hip hurts or knee hurts, and then you can fix it in a nice 10-minute movement review. But anyway, we'll keep it moving. I could go on and on about reteaching movements, but we'll get into this muscular burn workout. Levels considerations are squat endurance and neurological and core. Just core on this one. The goal here is four plus rounds for each AMRAP. The workout is live stream and we have four two scores. 10 minutes of 14 goblet front step lunges at 53 and 35. 10 V-ups and 100 foot shuttle run. Resting two minutes into 10 minutes of 28 air squats. 20 ab mat sit-ups and 100 foot shuttle run. At purple we have 10 minutes. 14 goblet front step lunges at 53 and 35. 10 V-ups and 100 foot shuttle run. Resting two minutes into 10 minutes of 28 air squats, 20 ab mat sit-ups, and a 100-foot shuttle run. At blue, we have 10 minutes, 14 goblet front step lunges at 35 and 26, 8 V-ups, and a 100-foot shuttle run. Resting two minutes into 10 minutes of 28 air squats, 15 ab mat sit-ups, and a 100-foot shuttle run. At orange, we have 10 minutes of 12 goblet front step lunges at 26 and 18, 8 tuck-ups, and a 100-foot shuttle run. Resting two minutes into 10 minutes of 24 air squats. 12 ab mat sit-ups and 100-foot shuttle run. At yellow, we have 10 minutes of 12 box step-ups at 16 and 12. Six tuck-ups and 100-foot shuttle run. Resting two minutes into 10 minutes of 16 air squats, 10 ab mat sit-ups and 100-foot shuttle run. And then at white, we have 10 minutes, 10 plate step-ups, six lying knee raises and 100-foot shuttle run. Resting two minutes into 10 minutes of 10 air squats, eight assisted sit-ups and 100-foot shuttle run. So we have a little drop set here with the more intense, technically demanding movements to start the lunges and the V-ups into air squats and ab mat sit-ups. So smooth and consistent, unbroken sets on the front step lunges, really crisp V-ups, and then keeping it moving on the 100-foot shuttle run. We do have 10 minutes here, so we don't need to sprint these movements, and we don't need to sprint this shuttle run, but a very deliberate pace on the shuttle run that allows us to still start those front step lunges right away and keep them unbroken. And then we'll pick up the pace a little bit here on the second AMRAP because the air squats and the AMAT sit-ups are less demanding. So we can go a little bit quicker on our air squat cycling, a little bit quicker on the AMAT sit-up cycling, but the shuttle run should stay the same, just quick, deliberate pace that still allows us to hop right back into our air squats in the next round. So we're looking at four plus rounds for each, and that should be no problem if you pace accordingly from the start. Again, you only get into trouble if you go too hard here and then this two-minute rest doesn't really do you any good and then you can't really maintain the pace down here, right? Two minutes is a good rest, but if you completely tank yourself in this first one, then that two minutes will not be enough. So keep that in mind. You do have a second AMRAP to do after this first 10-minute AMRAP with lunges, V-ups, and shuttle run. And after that, we'll do our bodybuilding accessory here. we got three sets for quality, eight single-arm ring rows on each side, and then 15 reverse dumbbell flies and 15 dumbbell lateral raises. You can start the single arm ring rows on any side you want. Just give it a little bit of a rest before you start this reverse dumbbell fly and dumbbell lateral raise just to let each arm recover a bit. 
since we are doing single arm to start. But very important that we keep our nice, solid posture, shoulders back, chest up, core engaged, so that way on the single arm ring rows, we're not twisting and turning on every rep. Lightweight for the reverse dumbbell fly and dumbbell lateral raise as well as we want to get a nice deep burn through full range of motion with control throughout. And then extra credit, we got some mobility to finish. We got two sets, one minute tricep and lat stretch on each side, one minute narrow dead hang, and then one minute doorway stretch on each side, finishing with one minute of dual quad stretch. And again, just like all our mobility, extend the time, add in whatever you need. And that is Friday. That'll get us to Saturday here. So Saturday, we have some power cleans and then a girl workout to finish. But first, we will warm up. We got three rounds, 15 single leg calf raises each side, 30 second plank, and then three rounds of 10 scap push-ups and 10 RDLs. Before we get into our power cleans, we'll start with clean progressions as usual. And then we have a 10-minute AMRAP of two power cleans for brown, purple, and blue, two hang power cleans for orange, three hang power cleans for white and yellow. So very much focused on consistent technique here, only adding weight if reps are super crisp. If reps aren't super crisp, keep the weight the same until they are. So very focused on technique. That's why we do EMOMs, because we can build volume in a short amount of time and get those reps in to improve that technique, become aware of the things we need to work on. If we're just doing four sets of two, right, it's a little bit hard, especially when the emphasis is on building weight. So always focused on technique in these weightlifting EMOMs. And then weight is a distant, distant second. And then after that, we'll get into our workout prep and movement review. We'll review push jerks and push press. So practice cycling the barbell because we have a lot of reps to do here. So 10 presses, jerk dips, push press, push jerks, clean and jerks, all in this movement review before we get into this full body burn workout. Levels considerations are weightlifting and API. The goal here is sub 10 minutes. The workout is great only at four time, 10 rounds, three clean and jerks at 135.95 and three burpees over the bar. At purple, it's 10 rounds, three clean and jerks at 115.85, and three burpees over bar. At blue, we have 10 rounds, three clean and jerks at 95.65, and three burpees over the bar. At orange, we have 10 rounds, three hang power clean and push press at 65 and 45, and three bodybuilders over the bar. At yellow, we have 10 rounds, three hang power cleans and push press at 45 and 35, and three bodybuilders. And then at white, we have five rounds at eight Russian kettlebell swings and six bodybuilders. So very important on this one that we are pushing the pace from the start. So quick singles or unbroken clean and jerks, and then quick movement on those burpees. This is a long time for a full body burn workout, but it is a slow burn. As we get to the back half of this workout, you'll start to feel that. So keep that in mind as we're going. We are going to get to that full body burn discomfort by the end, and that is the goal. So very deliberate, quick pace. I would try to keep clean and jerks unbroken. It's a little, that's a moderate weight. That's a tweener weight. So quick singles still work, but unbroken is going to be a little bit better for flow of rounds. And then quick on those burpees, couple deep breaths before you pick up the bar again and keep it moving. That is the mantra for this workout is keep it moving and keep it moving quick because we have 10 rounds, quick sets, and we want to get to this full body burn feeling by the end. And then after that, we'll finish with some arm accessory. We got four sets, five to eight chin-ups into an AMRAP of ring curls. So going for a nice deep burn, shooting for at least 12 reps on that AMRAP every single time. And that will do it for the third week of August. 
If you guys have any questions, please let us know. Make sure we're filling out the survey. If you want to be a part of the insider survey group, please let me know. I can get you guys on that list. We will be cycling through that pretty often throughout the, this year and next year. And I think that is it. So again, any questions, comments, or concerns, please let me know. Otherwise, I will talk to you next time.